0: We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God-Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God states. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. you, you, you. So welcome back to another episode of the She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres. I'm a human design reader and a host of this show. So welcome. If you've never listened to this podcast before, welcome, welcome. Today's topic and what we're going to talk about is all about and all to do with social media, but more specifically influencers and censorship. So this has been sort of this combination that I've seen slowly kind of like coming together and merging energies to create just a facade of energy on the planet. So this has been something I've been kind of observing for a while. And I'm sure that other people, you guys also see it. It's really, you know, influencers amazing. I love influencers. I do follow people that I feel are expanders for me that I can see and kind of like almost kind of see myself in them in terms of the life that they're living. And having that visual is really important because being able to kind of literally see what you want is a huge part of manifestation and being able to kind of place that in your mind so that you can put your energy towards that visual. It's really hard to manifest something that you've never seen before because it's like your mind is trying to create something and you've never actually seen it in form. So I am 100% for influencers, conscious influencers, people who are you know, showing up in the world differently, uniquely, and consciously. And I'm also for free speech and being able to kind of say what you want to say when you want to say it. That's also why I curse on this podcast. And that's something that a lot of podcasters won't do because they don't want to offend anyone or kind of like make anyone feel weird. But the way that I see it is if cursing bothers you, then this is probably not the show for you. This is probably not the energy you want to be in because I do curse and I like to curse. I feel that curse words kind of hold an energy of like exclamation point. And so a lot of times when I do curse, it puts an emphasis on how I'm feeling. And so for me, it's an energetic, emotional exchange in a way so people can sort of light, it lights the fire under people like, ah, yeah, okay. Like she, this chick is serious, you know. Back to what I was explaining and kind of talking about, which is the topic of the show, which is influencers and censorship. So we've seen the sort of whole influencer everything explode probably a long time ago at this point. I'm not sure how long social media has been out or Instagram has been out or reality TV or whatever, but it's been for a while that we've had influencers. Even before all of that, there was, you know, the Marilyn Monroe's of the past and people who we could see them and be like, interesting, that's like an influencer, I want to dress or look like her. And then now we're sort of seeing this rising other thing happening, which is this rising thing of censorship on social media and everything like that. So of course, you know, people are fighting against it, they're coming out with their own apps and things like that. But when you have this combination, when you have influencers, and then when you have censorship that sort of come together, and those energies merge, you get robots. And that's what I've been seeing a lot of are people who act like robots because they don't know what's okay to say, or they don't know how to express themselves safely. Or is that okay to be that? And then Once your mind is even beginning to go there, like, is it okay to say this? Or is it okay to post this? When your mind even starts to go there, your energy follows your thoughts. So you're automatically putting energy towards this, which then creates more of it in the world. So the 1%, the elite, they know what they're doing. They know how to get people to manifest the world that they're trying to create. Um, So that's why we have this cycle of censorship happening in the world right now. When you have this combination, we get robots, basically, in my opinion. Um, We get a lot of people who are sort of acting and looking the way that they think they should. And a huge part of my journey, like ever since I had my spiritual awakening at the end of 2018, a huge part of my journey has been a road to authenticity um, And that's just been because of me being an extremely sensitive person being a very empathic person And then on top of that I was raised in a very pentecostal christian upbringing So I already had a lot of beliefs integrated in me from the time I was a child on how I should be on how I should act Um, Because if you don't then you're probably going to hell or something like that So i've had a lot integrated in me from the time I was a kid and then two with me being an empathic person That has sort of in the past, it really, especially as I was young adult cultivated this person that was more, less authentic than I've ever been in my life. So the inauthenticity for me was at an all time high when I was like in my early twenties, I had to break away. There was a lot that I had to do, but eventually when I had my spiritual awakening and then I kind of went on this path of energy and understanding Kundalini and how to like work through all of this. And then ultimately I also did this uh, modality called the spiral. Um, It was originally created by this man named Dane Thomas. And I don't, think he owns that modality anymore, but, um, I did that modality doing that modality seriously really did help me fully immerse and anchor in my authenticity and like who I actually am. The Kundalini, um, experience definitely did that for me. It was like, I could no longer be who I actually wasn't. And I went on and dis- just on a whole new discovery of who I actually was with the spiral. It was like an extra modality that I ended up doing that really helped me to really get clear out any and all like old programming and things that I went through in the past that were affecting how I was showing up in the world. And if you're interested to do the spiral modality, the person that I went through, her name is Lori Kinsey. She doesn't even know that I'm doing this right now, but (laughs) um, so her last name is K-I-N-S-E-Y. So you could probably just Google Lori Kinsey spiral modality. And you could see, I'm sure she would come up, but she is an amazing practitioner and she was walked me through this journey. It took me a year to get through it. And it was like one of the most life-changing experiences I've ever gone through in my life. But that really did help me to fully step into my authenticity by removing that old programming and by removing those old blocks. So the way that this all kind of came up with influencers and censorship and all of these things is I've experienced a lot of it online for sure. Um, But then I also, you know, like was just listening to this podcast that I've been listening to for some time and it's all about online marketing and kind of how to do that. And the woman is so amazing. Like she like is so good at like putting this information out into the world. And she's like 500 episodes deep. And she's done an amazing job creating programs around it and all of that. The only thing about it is she's so robotic. Like you can tell like how she shows up on that podcast and the way that she speaks is not her. Like it's not at all like kitchen table talk. Like it's not when she goes home and she actually I could this is all happening in my head, but I would imagine when she goes home and she's having conversations with her husband, she doesn't even have the same tone. I mean, it's so bad, you guys, like when she's on the podcast that she does, she literally sounds like, Do I don't know if you're in the age range for the kids show that used to be out called Barney Um, and like how everybody on that show used to talk and it was just so fake, right? Cause they're all like just playing this role and trying to be super happy and ecstatic and energetic and like every word has an exclamation point after it. And it's all like, that's how she is the entire time. And it just seems so fake. Like I love listening to that podcast because it's like so informative. But then on the flip side, I'm like, oh my God, dude, like, like, would you just please just speak regularly? Like, you don't need to do all that. Like, Jesus, you must be exhausted, like, after having one episode because the way that you're talking is so inauthentic. It's like not even, nobody talks like that. It's like, it's not real. And then, like, just other things that I see out in the world, too, and like, just everyday people just not you know, even who they are and just walking around like these robot beings and just pretending in life to be something that they're not. Anyway, let me not, let me just pull it back. So basically I'm done seeing the robotics of society. It's just, it's too much. Like, it's just, I want everyone to just act like themselves and like, don't be weird. And let's just have this conversation. So whatever that journey looks like for you in getting there, go do it. I mean, for me, it was the spiral modality that really helped me to like totally get clear and get like really in alignment with like who I am and my authenticity, 100%. So it begs the question, who are you really? Like in this age of censorship, who are you really? In this age of the blend of influencers and censorship, Who are we? Like, who are you? So it's a question that's just been coming up for me with things that, you know, I'm experiencing out in the world and on my spiritual path and this growing thing with influencers and censorship at the same time. So really, if there were no influencers, no censorship, it's like the question is, who would you be? If those outside things weren't affecting your thought process or your beingness, then who would you be? How would you look? How would you act? How would you show up? And there was a lot, I just want to say, on my spiritual path and journey that I had to find my own strength in. Like when it comes to even showing up, right? Like in the online space or in this spiritual world, I had to, I did go through things where I was just like, okay, like I don't like to dress like that. I don't like to look like that. Okay, so like, am I going to be considered or thought of as a spiritual person, right? Or a spiritual leader in the community if I don't look and talk and act like that. So that was a something that I personally had to go through and shed because, you know, the truth is, when you're in, on the spiritual path, a lot of times it does look the same. Even the women, you know, a lot of times they all have the long hair and the flowy dresses and, you know, either they like to wear all black or they like to wear all white. Um, so there are these things that tend to be trends, even within the spiritual community. But I think as we start to step into our authenticity and breaking through all of this censorship and the energy of censorship, as well as the... This energy of influencers, I think that we are able to more step into our authenticity in that way. And then what begins to happen, right? When we're in that process of deconditioning from a lot of like what we see out in the world into our true essence, it really is this process, at least this how this is how it was for me. It really is this process of shedding societal conditioning, societal trends. And then what happens is we reach new levels of Consciousness, right? And we up level energetically and consciously. And even in the physical form, we up level in many ways. So, this is just an area that I feel is actually where we're all going is really by shedding a lot of the deconditioning of the planet and a lot of what we were raised to believe that we have to be. And even as adults and young people in the online space, shedding and deconditioning from censorship. I think that's in order already, like that might sound too soon, but honestly, shedding and deconditioning from censorship and from, you know, influencers or the way things should look or should be really deconditioning from all of that and allowing yourself to show up in the world authentically as the person that you really truly are. And the reason why I think this is so important to have this right to to integrate this energy into our lives of authenticity in any way, shape or form that we can. And I know that I mentioned spiral but it's really, it can be any modality that you find that helps you to shed and decondition away from any of these things. Anything that we do in that realm is just going to help us to express ourselves uniquely, individually, and in our God, goddess consciousness so that we are in that energy of who we actually are and not who society says we should be or how we should show up in the world. And there's so much, even in, I know, go back to human design, but in my readings, I talk a lot about that too, which is deconditioning because there is so much conditioning, even from the time that we're children on how we're supposed to show up in the world on how we're supposed to use our energy in the world. There's a lot of shutting down that happens. And it's like a process, a lifelong journey of deconditioning away from all of that. And in that way, we step fully into our authenticity so when we allow this process to happen, right? When we allow this deconditioning from censorship, deconditioning from influencers, when we allow that to happen, we basically were able to evolve at a rapid pace because that's that's literally what happened to me. Is like once I started going on this energetic journey after that kundalini experience I had, I and I started finding the right teachers um, to to help me go through these processes and mentors, it was life changing. It really was like I was able to fully show up as who I actually am. And it's it's so funny. And you will know when you start doing this, and I'm sure you have already. But what happens is the people in your life, one of like the key things to realizing and knowing that this is actually the part of your life that you're going through is you start losing a lot of people. A lot of people just start falling away in your life. They just start moving on either they find reasons to not want to be your friend anymore or to not want to hang out with you anymore, or else you are just so wide awake to like who you actually are that, and you cannot show up as anything differently that you just are like, no, like I don't want to hang out with that person anymore. Like I don't like to go to those places. I always just went because that's what everybody does, but that's not actually what I enjoy. And you start falling into greater alignment with who who you actually are. And in that process, people do fall away. So, so much of what we've talked about on this podcast so far, I think is journey in courage. Really, it's a journey in courage because you have to be able to stand in that. You have to be able to stand in the fact that you're going to lose people on the spiritual path. There's people that are going to fall away and that's okay. What I like to do is I like to think of it in the form of energy. So like, I, this is literally my life. This is how I see everything. So energy. So even if people are falling away, something else new is going to come in. So there's a process of loneliness that happens. And I've been there where it feels just like, I don't know anybody on this path. I don't, who do I talk to about what I'm experiencing, about what this journey that I'm going on, all of these things. It can feel super lonely. And that's what they also say too on the career path, right? They say like, that's why they say like, when you make it to the top, it's lonely because, you know, a lot of times a lot falls away when you're in that process of growing and accelerating and, you know, playing really effing big in your life. A lot of times people do fall away because they can't handle it. They see themselves a part of that and, you you. And they are like, why am I not doing that? And then they find reasons to not want to be around you, to not want to rally you. So it's a journey in courage, like no matter what in life, it's a journey in courage. If you want to play big. And if you are on this spiritual path and if it's like both, which is my case, like it's both for me. And I had gone through that process many times where, you know, I was been on this path for some time and like people falling away. And it's just like, it was fine. Honestly, like I didn't personally think goodness. Like it's just not in my energetic makeup. Like I didn't miss them. Um, I did feel lonely though. I did feel like, wow, like I'm by myself. There's like no one, but cultivate the life of your dreams. When things energetically fall away, which is what I was kind of hitting on before is when things energetically fall away, we are living it. We are living in energy. So No matter what, whether you like it or not, something else energetically is gonna replace that. New people are gonna come into your life. New places are gonna come into your life. New opportunities are gonna come into your life. And just as a side note, if you are in that place right now where you feel like a lot is falling away for you, when it comes to people, I would highly recommend the app Meetup. If you're trying to figure out like where to go to meet more people who are like-minded, you know, go to your local crystal shop, see if they have anything going on, any like yoga things, any metaphysical programs or little get togethers during the week, find wellness centers that sometimes do like intuitive circles. And a lot of times you can find stuff like that on meetup. That's what happened to me is I was feeling really lonely. And then I heard on a podcast like, Oh, check out meetup for like your local uh, stuff. And I did that. And that was like a game changer for me. I was like, Oh my God, like I met so many beautiful spiritual people, so many lifelong friends just from like going to these groups connecting with these people. So on the flip side of that, I kind of just wanted to touch on, yeah, I, I was talking about like when people are falling away from us because we're changing and we're growing and our energy is changing. But on the other side of that, sometimes I've experienced too that if someone is in their authenticity, and they're just being who they are, it's easy for us to get judgmental AF about it as well. Just observing this experience when someone's fully in their authenticity and fully in their power, it's really easy to get judgmental because in a way we are all secretly striving for that. So it's really easy to get like judgmental towards someone else that we're witnessing who is expressing that energy out into the world. So the reason that is happening is of course, the reason why, you know, maybe sometimes we can get judgmental of other people who are fully in their power, fully in their authenticity is because ultimately what we're witnessing is a new and unique expression out in the world. It's not something that we're used to seeing through the world and the lens of influencers and censorship. We're not used to seeing that. So it can be a little bit triggering. We can get judgmental. And this is a process of sort of challenging our perceptions when that happens. The key to really, understanding that whole process with perceptions of other people when when we see people this way is to remember that a lot of times our perceptions are really our projections from that we're projecting outwardly so a lot of times when we are in that cycle of sort of perceiving someone and maybe we get a little little judgmental because again it is a new expression it's not what we usually see it's about really understanding that a lot of times that can be a projection and what we need to do in that moment moment is move from judgment from within that projection to love and to acceptance of that person's true, authentic, individual perception. And that is the direction of what we're going into with this new age is this individual expression of each person in their authenticity and in who they really are. So that is why I kind of feel so strongly that right now in this time of censorship, in this time of influencers ruling the planet, we have to be bolder and more authentic than ever before. We have to step into our authenticity in greater levels than we ever have before in order to break that cycle. It's kind of like people too, who have gate 50 in human design, which is the fear of your highest, most powerful self. It's also a fear of the responsibility that can come with that. But people who have that are here to be their highest, most powerful self in this lifetime on this journey. How beautiful is it to have that energy gift and understanding that its highest expression is the fact that you have this great awareness of your highest, most powerful self and all of this, what we're talking about today with influencers and censorship and authenticity and fully showing up in your authenticity and your power just kind of reminds me of that energy gate. That's all about showing up as your highest, most powerful self. And a lot of times I see people who have that, this isn't always the case, but a lot of times they reason why they are sort of afraid to show up as their highest, most powerful self even though they're deeply connected to that energy, it can be because they feel that if they are in that, you know, somehow it could be taking that power away from other people. So there's a lot of deconditioning happening on the planet right now around all of that because we are here to be gods. We are literally here to experience all of our desires on the planet and to be enlightenedly selfish in this way and to find joy, happiness, bliss, and ecstasy on this planet. It's just that we've been, you know, I don't need to tell you, But we've been programmed the exact opposite that in order to find any happiness or joy or bliss, then we need to suffer in some way, shape or form. But that's just not the reality. That's not how we are created as gods on this planet. And when we are able to lean into our inherent divine god goddess energy, it's like through that unique expression, we all shine and we are able to offer our unique god goddess to the world and that is literally like my dream is to just see everybody fully in their power fully in their authenticity fully in their god state so that there is none of this like push and pull like oh she has that or that person is acting like this so they think they're better or there's none of that because we all are exactly where we want to be on the planet we are all living our heaven on earth experience which is literally what we are here to do. I truly believe that. And is the sooner that we can dish decondition from all of these other beliefs in the world that we've been programmed with, the sooner we are stepping into that energy. And then the sooner we can activate that energy on the planet and we can really start walking in that which is literally my my vision for the planet and what I would love to see everyone doing and I know that may be like a huge vision like a huge ask of the planet but I don't care like I'm holding that vision until like I actually see it I swear like I think about it all the time and I'm sort of obsessed with that idea of like everybody living fully in their god energy so that is the podcast episode for today thank you so much for tuning in to the she's a god podcast don't forget to check back for new episodes each week and don't forget to subscribe and rate and review i would love to hear from you and follow me on social media at this is jen taurus on instagram and at jen.taurus.13 on facebook and um, you could also find all of the links to all of my accounts on my link tree page which is linked in the show notes of this podcast. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast.